Well, fried chicken is pretty awesome. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! So you lie to yourself to be happy. There's nothing wrong with that. We all do it. We all go a little mad sometimes. Come on. One of you nuts has got any guts. What's but a smile on that face? You're only as healthy as you feel. Listen to me! Listen to you by what right? Because I have a right to be, and I have a voice! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Case Study. Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Pop Culture Case Study, where we analyze pop culture from a psychological angle, a part of the following films network. So this week, uh, we are doing a new release review of Don't Breathe, and because Mike is, like, busy or whatever in Tennessee... Uh, in Nashville for some reason, um, I am bringing in Britt to do the review. So thank you, Britt, for joining me for Don't Breathe. Yeah, you know what happens is that, as, as per usual, I'm his second choice. His wife is his second choice over fried chicken. Well, fried chicken is pretty awesome. That's... <laughs> All right. Can you do me a favor when yeah. you're out there? Can you just like have a picture of you guys with a bucket of chicken? If, if I can manage it? Yeah. All right. yeah. So that, that's actually, all I want. Yeah, I actually will be... Oh Kentucky yeah, bring me something bad that's pretty. Uh, I don't think they have that there. Pretty in Kentucky, is that a thing? We could find a bottle of bourbon that looks pretty, I'm sure. Okay, that that I can handle. Alright, so, uh, don't breathe. Um, so before we, like, really get into it, like, if you, if you had to, like, grade this movie, is this a good movie? Is this a bad movie? Is it somewhere in between? It was a good movie for the first 35 minutes. That's it? Only the first 35? Well, actually, I'm not really sure because I started losing time in that movie. Yeah, so for me, I think... We'll get into this in spoilers, but I think it makes a very big mistake about yeah. halfway or right about the start of the third act through the movie. But I think up until then, like, it's it's good. No, it's not it's, great. It was People... something I was enjoying, and then it has, like, a very nasty turn that then made me be like, I would like to walk out of the theater now. Yeah. Um, so people are freaking out about it. Like it's, it did really well as far as critics and people online are really excited about it. I, even if they hadn't made that turn at the end, I thought this was a good movie. It's fine. It's not, it's not fantastic. It's not it's, fantastic horror. It's good horror. On, on, well, so, well, you were like kind of making fun of me because I was so excited about the trailer mm-hmm. because I was like, I was like, yes, this is like finally like a freaking horror movie I want to watch for once. Mm-hmm. And so it, I feel like. I think because I had invested so much hope in feel it. Feel betrayed. Yeah, I do. I feel <laughs> betrayed and let down and and I don't like I would probably never watch this again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might I might watch it one more time, but it's not something that like I would want to own no. or need no. to watch over and over again, but I will say I like, never I don't need to support this kind of movie. Wow, you're really angry. I am. All right, we'll get there. Fem boots, they're on. All right, we'll get there. But one thing I'd like to say is I think Stephen Lang, as quote unquote the blind man, he never has a name in the movie. I think he's fantastic. Like I think he's really he's a really good villain. No, yeah, that he's was great. He's got this like amazing because he barely speaks in the movie, and he has this amazing physical presence, and he's shot really well by and the director. And he has the uh, the horror movie serial killer walk down real well. Yeah, and not in a way where it looks ridiculous. No, it looks like it. It actually looks uh, natural. Right. And but still like super imposing and intimidating, which is saying something when right. the guy's blind. And, yeah, and and they they still have him physically feeling around for things. Right, which I love that touch of like how him knowing where he was. Right. Yeah. They even show that in the trailer where there's like a little like little spinning fan in the basement. He touches it. So yeah. He knows exactly where he. I is. missed that nice. in the trailer. So, the, but oh. seeing it in that scene, right? Like I liked that that little moment. Yeah, I think my biggest complaint about this movie, I. You know, I talked about this when I did the 
the review for Evil Dead, the 2013 film. But the thing that separates either bad from good horror or good from great horror is characters that you care about. You know, if you look at my my go-to is always Halloween. You care about Jamie Lee Curtis in right. the movie. Um, there's no one here to care about, really. Um, no. I mean, it's the problem when you set up the movie as these kind of like anti-heroes slash villains where they're like breaking into this guy's house. They're, they're thieves. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole plot line. So it's hard for you to be like, oh, I really care what happens to these people. Because they are like, you know, regardless of what this guy has done or not, you're walking into this house, you know, you're drugging him and you're trying to you're trying to steal money from him. Like, so it's not people where you're like, oh, God, these innocent people, they're in this bad situation. I hope they get out. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that I really didn't like about this movie was there's so many things that they don't explain. Yeah, I mean, they also, they also, I mean, this ties into what you're talking about. They don't, they don't take the time for you to get to know the characters. They just, and part of me loves the fact that they're like, let's just jump in. Let's go into the house. Like, let's get it going. It's only an 88 minute movie. Let's, let's get it going. Wasn't that supposed to be in your spoiler part? What? (laughs) You said you were going to get into something in the spoiler part. No, I that's, thought it not, was, that's okay. not what I was going right, to talk about. Right. Um, and I like that they just jumped into it, but if you, had, if you had given the movie maybe 15 more minutes to introduce these characters and, and give me a little more background and who they were and how they got to this place, then I think we care a lot more about them at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. But because they don't, we're just like, I don't even know who I'm rooting for. Am I rooting for the uh, ex-Marine uh, who's trying to kill them? Or am I rooting for the folks who are trying to rob him? Like, there's right. no one here to lean on. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so that's that's a big problem. And But I do think that uh, the director creates tension really well. Like, he builds tension really well. Um, but I will say, I think he... Good startle points. Yeah, absolutely. But I think his camera lingers too long on certain things. Like, he telegraphs things a little too much. Yeah, he was definitely doing the video game thing of, like, you need to be aware of these objects. Right. Because they're going to be important. Yeah, and there was a moment in the movie where I thought they were going to, like, do a feint, and it was like, oh, that you thought that was important, but it's really not going to come into play. We're just messing with you. But then they come back to it later, and they use that particular object. And I was just like, you know, like, there's... I know sometimes horror gets a bad rap, but there is some subtlety involved in making great horror. And I think Fetty Alvarez is kind of just missing the mark. Like, I think, yeah. I think he's close. And he is a young director. I think this is, like, only his second or third film. And well, I, that gives me hope that maybe he'll figure shit out then, because yeah. right now, like, dude, wrong turn. Huge yeah. wrong turn. So what did you think of the other actors, like Dylan Minnette and uh, Jane Levy as our two main characters of Alex and Rocky? I liked them, and I think they had a good chemistry together. Yeah, I think they had good chemistry together. I just wish they had been given more to do. I was, that's what I was going to say, is like, I don't, like, it's the same thing, like, I don't think there was enough connection with the characters. I don't think, not to say that they weren't acting, but, like, they didn't have anything that required... A ton of substance. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like if they if they had had to have had a little bit more emotional interaction with other characters, that I would that I would have liked it a little bit more to see, like, what their actual, like, range is. Right. So if you had to guess, why do you think this movie is getting such a positive reaction? Like, I'm actually, like, because I walked in assuming I would love it because of the things I've heard and the trailer was really good. And then I was a little bit kind of underwhelmed by it. Like, not like it was a bad movie, but it just wasn't great. I think it's because mostly that it is different from all the horror movies that are being released right now. Okay. On top of that, it's basically pure adrenaline for almost the entire movie and people thrive off of that. So that's yeah. all they're that's all they're sticking to in their heads is like, oh my god, like I was like high the whole time. That's essentially the feeling that you're getting from having your adrenaline like 
constantly pumped through with the movie. Right. So I don't think because they're focusing on the feeling that they had, they're not paying attention to the actual like actions that are happening in the movie. Yeah, and I did feel that. Like I was definitely like leaning forward in my chair and I was energized by it, but it did it did leave me wanting a little bit more and there were we'll get into this in spoilers, but there's definitely choice points in this script where I felt like it was going one way and if it had, I would have been really happy. And then it didn't, and it went like a totally crazy other direction. Yeah, it was just kind of like, like also, I wasn't if you have angered anxiety, by it. This isn't a great oh, movie. No. Like, Poor choice. yes. I mean, I I wasn't necessarily into a panic attack when we left, but I was definitely on edge and angry. Oh sure. So yeah. uh, like that that was kind of an issue for me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have the the reaction of anger, but I was just kind of like disappointed, like, oh, this is where we're going. No, I well, you know yeah, I but mean? I have like, triggers and you don't. Yeah, exactly. Where, so. where I was just kind of watching it and seeing the turn it was taking and going like, oh, man, you were so close. You were so close to a really good locked room horror movie. Yeah. And there's something really scary and really interesting about that. And I think like there, of course, there have been countless other movies that have done it, like probably nobody better than... David Fincher doing Panic Room, and this doesn't, seen that. and this doesn't get to that level. It doesn't get to that level of greatness. But for me, like the first forty-five to fifty minutes are very good, and that's it's. It kind of sucks that like endings will will kind of screw you like that. Yeah, where it's just like a movie can be awesome, and then if they if they don't stick the dismount, if the ending is bad, you're just like, oh, never mind. That wasn't a good movie. Whereas a movie, if in the beginning disappoints you, it has a chance to make up for it. That's true. All right, uh, so let's jump into spoilers so we can actually talk about the things that were upsetting. Yes, um, rant time. And, and the things that weren't. So, okay, rant, so rant, we'll start. Rant, 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 Oh, wait, no, wait. Rabble, 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 rabble. Okay. Spoilers. What? Read ahead, spoil all the surprises. Not peeking at the end. Isn't traveling with you one big spoiler? That's classified. That's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. So we'll start with the ending. So basically what happens is uh, something that's not revealed too much in the trailer, but basically our main story is this um, this veteran's daughter was killed by, you know, a reckless or a drunk driver, right? Right. And basically that person gets off and he ends up kidnapping her and trapping her in the in the basement. And what, where I thought the movie was going was like he was trying to replace his daughter. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where she's accidentally killed by him by a gunshot. And he, like, has this bellow, which is an amazing moment of acting. Oh, yeah. Um, no words. Just complete yeah. emotional breakdown. It was it was and great. it's awesome. Except we find And you out actually feel for him in that moment. Do. Like, it's even first... though it's like, like, you've kidnapped this person and have kept them prisoner in your basement. And I'm upset for you right yeah, now. Yeah, it's the first one in the movie where you have someone weirdly to be behind, to root for a little bit. Because you just, you feel bad for him in this moment. But then it turns out, it ends up, he's literally trying to replace his daughter by artificially inseminating her getting her pregnant and waiting for nine months and having a baby and then she can go off in into her life so what happens is after she's shot he wants to take now this new girl and rape her even though he says he's not a rapist it's uh, still it rape is, i don't yeah, it freaking is. I mean, it care like, yeah. like there was this whole big line about i never force myself on her and i'm not gonna force myself on you i'm like um you're using your bodily fluids on someone else without their consent that is rape yeah and there's also a really kind of extra gross moment to me where they like zoom in on the this drip, the like the shimmering Ugh. semen drop, and you're like, guys, like we get it. People are already disgusted in the audience; they already know. The turkey base are so excited. This has pre come. Yeah, apparently. Like I was just like, and there's also a line in there about 
you know, she, she's saying, please, God, like, please save me, essentially. And he, he has this whole speech about how you can do all the awful things in the world once you realize there's no God, which, as an atheist, drives me crazy. Yeah. Because it's this whole idea of, like, the only reason we're good is because there's some punishment or reward. And it's like, maybe just be a good person. I like, like to point, uh, like, it makes me want to make a list of everyone who is very loud about being religious and then put out everything wrong that they've ever done. Yeah. And like be like here's your proof that just because you believe in God does not mean you're a good person. Um but yeah, I mean and I think I think maybe that's part of the reason why people rally behind it too is like they feel like validated. Hmm. Like maybe. I believe in God so I would never do this. Ugh, so fucking And I don't want to like like and religion is religion, you have your faith, you have your whatever you want. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I think it creates that mob mentality when you hear things like that in it pop certainly culture. Can. Yeah, absolutely. Um so anything else you want to talk about in that in that third act that enraged you so Yeah, I mean I don't like that that was obviously a a big huge thing for me. Like I, like even if it had just been he was using her to replace the person that he lost so he wasn't alone, I would have been fine with that. Right. Um, I hate that she has to keep getting rescued. Yeah, there's and a rescued lot of that. by people who are not strong, but they're male, so that means they can rescue her. And right. there were definitely points where she was fighting for herself. So why couldn't we have kept that in the character? Why yeah. did she need to keep? And being there's saved? also like a really like I was I think probably the thing that angered me the most was the the kind of trick that Fetty Alvarez did, where you think. Dylan Minnette's character has died, but and they they shoot it in such a way where you can't see what happened, but you're yeah. made to assume which that makes he was no sense whatsoever, no. especially with the way that he was over him to begin with. If he's an ex vet and was being able to do all that fighting with yeah. being blind, nah. he was not going to miss. Yeah, I mean that that really bothered me, and also bothered me like you know after that sequence, like he hits him with the what is it the oh, hammer. It was like it's hammer, a small like, sledgehammer. Yeah, that's probably at least five pound weighted. Right. I'm and not sure Dylan Minnette could actually lift that. No, <laughs> but not only that, but he cracks him in the head at least twice, right. if not three times. And then, like if, two minutes later, he like escapes from handcuffs and is conscious. And it was like, I mean, I get it. It's he the, didn't. Like, well, he didn't actually technically escape from the handcuff. He rips the right. uh, rip cord out of the thing. But still, even that is like and I get it. It's like the unstoppable monster. It's it's Michael Myers. It's all that. But it was right. Like, but you essentially just got brained. Like he yeah. should have been dead. There's a few moments, and then like the whole thing, like when he's beating the crap out of him, like pummeling his face in. There's no way that kid would have gotten up. Apparently, Dylan Minnette can take a fucking punch. I, well, well, this is. But this is also what bugs me about that is they show him wailing on him. But it and it's okay. It's, it's, it's a double thing because it upsets me because they're showing a guy can take a beating, right? And but he's a small guy. He could not take a beating from a guy like that at all. Stephen it's called Lang is a monstrously big guy. Um, <laughs> but then when he first gets a hold of Rocky and he punches her full on the face, just like he would a guy. Um, and then we talked about it that it's like he has this moment like you see him like touching her and figures out that it's a female and he still hits her, right. which. You know, I kind of, I don't, I feel weird saying this. I give him props for that. Good like job. it's still, it's still somebody in his home, and that's like trying to take steps from him. So he didn't let up, but he did let up in the same moment. Like, like you said, he opened his hand. Right. Right. Yeah. But even, even with how hard he was hitting her, it wasn't realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's it just, also tiny. It just felt like they were going for like the shock value of like, the punch me, in the face over and over again. And that was the other thing that started bugging me was like how much this girl was getting hit in the fucking face. Right. 
Because, um, do you know what takes somebody down quicker? A body shot. You get them in the stomach when they're on the ground, they're not getting back up because they can't breathe because you just hit them in the diaphragm. There's no need to be continually hitting a woman in the face right. in this show. Yeah. Like, they're, like especially for somebody, because you saw him, like, put other people in, like, sleeper holds, and you saw him, like, hit them in the body. None of those shots happened with her. Right. It was always all, in the all face. All to the face, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think overall, I mean, it, there are definitely some weak points in this movie, but there are some really strong points, Like, and I think we went over them. But one of the other weaker points for me is because we jump into the house so quickly in the movie, I do feel like the middle of the movie drags a little bit. Like, there's so many near escapes, and there's so many chase sequences, and it's just like, okay, uh, how are we getting out, or how are we not? Like, can we get on with it? Like, there's... Yeah. There's so many similar moments where, like, he just appears behind a door or appears, uh, like, you know, uh, just as they're going to escape. And it's like you can only do that so many times before I, as a viewer, am just expecting it. Like, oh, he's behind the door. And this is this was the other thing. And, like, now that I've thought about it a little bit longer more of why it, it bugged me is that uh, the little girl in the beginning, they never explain what her relation to Rocky is. Like, right. Dave, Dave assumed that that was her daughter. I assumed it was a little sister because of the deadbeat mom with the boyfriend that just moved in. The Nazi boyfriend. Yeah. So, so on the nose. With but the, like, but also I feel like there was, there was missed opportunities to have Rocky be more of a character you can emotionally connect with. Like once she realized that that, that person was to replace his daughter and everything and a couple times that she was like begging for her life. Why didn't she bring up that little girl? Why didn't she say I'm stealing this money to save this person? Right. Like that was something that you could have like... Like, she could have easily had had in her character that would then connect to that character again and then, like, maybe show some sort of, like, human quality to him. Right. Where he could change his mind, obviously. But, like, just, like, to right. give him that flicker of hesitation of, like... And and also, the other thing that bugged us both was that they didn't explain why he had more money than was stated in yeah, all of the reports. Yeah, like, it, it just stated, like, he had, like, 300000 and ended up he had over a million. Like, yeah. that's a big fucking difference. Yeah, like and nobody, more. and like, no, <laughs> there was no explanation whatsoever why he had extra money like that. Yeah, and it's, the thing is, it's only 88 minutes. You have time. Yeah. You have time to explain this. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a 100-minute horror movie. You know what I mean? And it just, and it's, it's upsetting because there's so many little details that they get right. Like, when they first try to rescue this girl who's been kidnapped, she can't walk or run because her legs have atrophied because she's been trapped right, yeah. in this weird position for who knows how long. I mean, at least nine, nine months or so, you know? Um, but then there's details like that with the with the punches and going for the shock value and, you know, not bringing up these relationships, which is what... Which is what makes us care about characters is their relationships to the world, their relationship to their parents, to their oh, don't sisters, forget to that Rocky's kids. only just somebody's bitch too. By the way, yeah, I mean that's I mean that's I my bitch. I mean, I, uh, don't know what I they, hope she shoots you in the head down. I, oh, I understood what they were doing because that character was meant you, to yeah, be. You're supposed gross, to not like, yeah, no, I get but that. There's, but there's a better way to do it, you know. And it was just it seemed like a shortcut that was unnecessary and kind of silly. Like, and it makes me. And it makes me a little bit not root for these other characters because they're hanging out with this jackass. Yeah. You know, so it's just... And it, it never gets explained about, like, his whole connection with the guy in the van. No, that's it's just... like, that gives him the tips. But why is he giving? Reasons. Why that's... is he giving him the tips if the other kid is the one that has the access to the houses? So shouldn't he know which houses go to what key? There's just, yeah. just a lot of things that they did not think through clearly with the plot. Yeah, and, and really, this was one of those movies that had the opportunity to be great. Like, legitimately, after the first half hour i was like this could this might be amazing like this might be one of my favorite movies this yeah. year and then it just shits the bed for the next hour and you're like yep. oh man 
Um, but I will say, like, it's still an enjoyable time at the movies in general. Like, I think most of the movie is really enjoyable and fun. And especially if you like tension, if you like horror, you do get that adrenaline rush. I think it it accomplish, it accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish, just, but nothing Just more. walk out after they shoot the girl and you're good. Yeah, pretty much. At least yeah. they didn't do anything to the dog. And it's sad that yeah. I cared more about the dog that was trying to kill them than any of the other characters. Yeah, that dog was awesome. Right? Just give that dog a loving giant home. ass balls. Why do you, they kept they kept doing that silhouette where you just saw? I think I think there was I think that was specifically done. I think it's it's another way to make the animal more threatening. Like because if if a dog goes through that surgery, it tends to be less aggressive. No, I know, but so it's just it's just I noticed it too, to and me. I was like, I actually liked that detail. Like, oh, look at that! Like that. <laughs> look, that at, actually, look at those drops. No, really but I, it, it makes sense for that character and how he would train his dog. It's also hilarious to me that um, movies seem to think that male dogs are going to be more aggressive than female dogs when it comes to protecting. Yeah, I think that's more of like a. It says more about what we think of humans than what we think of dogs. No, like I know. We're putting yeah. our own gender roles, even on animals. Like, men are more aggressive, men are stronger, and it's not always like that in the animal kingdom. Yeah, every dog that I've owned that's been female has been way more aggressive. Right. Especially especially when it comes to protecting me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so, if let's say, it's hard to imagine this, but let's say you didn't have the triggers you have. Would you recommend this movie for horror fans? Like if you didn't have that visceral reaction to that last, I don't minutes. think I can separate that because mm-hmm. even as a woman, I wouldn't like that trope. Yeah, I mean that's I, it does it does kind of bring up these kind of old tropes of having. I, eventually, I'm just tired. Eventually, of women being she does dog. end up having to fight for herself because all the dudes are dead. Right, um, but it, there are a lot of moments where someone comes to her rescue that aren't necessary. Not only not only that they come to She's her rescue, probably but, just as big and but strong women as are also Manette. there to <laughs> like, to be like sexually objectified and assaulted right so like even if i didn't have my triggers like as a female pretty much as a person you should not support that we're just we're just continuing wow. well no Coming because strong <laughs> why well why is it that women can only be strong after they've been sexually assaulted or had the threat of yeah i mean i can, I can definitely see that perspective I, I still think like even before that moment she is a strong character and is fighting back um, even before she's trapped, but but, I get but they don't saying. give her the frenzy, right? Until then, like she should have been fighting hard the whole time. She has a little girl to get back to, whatever right. the relationship is. Yeah. Oh, and one last thing before we go, I hated, hated, hated that they set this up for a sequel. Oh, like, it drove yeah. me crazy. Like we're supposed to believe. Like I get it. He he's the monster, right? But he's really going to follow her across the country. How's he going to be able to do that anyways? All he knows is that her name is Rocky. He doesn't know what she looks like. And Rocky's probably not a real name. That sounds like a nickname. Nobody names her kid Rocky. Name's probably like like Raquel or something. Right. And it was just like, I actually liked that she fought back and won and he was bleeding out. Like, oh, this is awesome. He's done. should have been That should be done and over with. Right. They should have just rolled credits right there. Like as she's running off with the money and the cops are showing up, just roll credits. We're good. And if you need, because then you don't show him dying or living. And if you need to make a sequel, you can. Right. Right. And it was just like, it's just one more. It's one of the things, like I like horror movies, but one of the things I don't like about them is that they're always setting up for the next movie, for the next sequel. Right. And it was just like, we don't need that here. Like there's, it's it's a solid ending uh, given what's happened in the movie. I like where that would have ended. And then they just, they couldn't help themselves. They're like, well, we got to make more money. So, uh don't breathe again i guess (laughs) that's just tragic um any other last words about don't breathe no 
but I really hope he gets to be Cable. He'd be a great Cable. I just want, I want him to get more work, but we did talk about this too, that yeah. I can't imagine him as anything but a bad guy. Like, if you look at Avatar and you look at this, like, he cannot be, like you mentioned, he cannot be the kindly grandpa, because I'm just going to be waiting for him to snap and kill those kids. <laughs> like, that's just, just going to snap their necks, and it's going to be terrible. Like, he's... he's like a chicken. And- <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just, he's gruff, you know, and he plays that that part well. All right, um, so that's it for a review. We're going to take a break and then come back for Fangirl Fixation. All right, so it's time for Fangirl Fixation with Britt. Say hello, Britt. Hello, Britt. Okay, so this episode's a little different because you've already joined us for the review on Don't Breathe, but now it's time to talk about what else is coming out next week or your chance to kind of say whatever you want talk about any movies we saw that we didn't cover or we can just move on to the movies we'll go into too long about kubo because you and i disagree so heavily on that one yeah i thought it was good you thought it was great that's that's the disagreement you're a a terrible person he has no feelings whatsoever like (laughs) nothing also he was thoroughly entertained by taking me because i happened to be extremely hormonal at the time so he kept staring at me to see if i was crying yet in the theater and she didn't i was kind of disappointed I'm so sorry that I didn't have any pain for you. It's like it was so emotional, but no no register on your face and your tears, nothing. It's because you hit me during an angry mood swing. <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't hit you during a sad mood swing. So uh, he says now. <laughs> yes, now. Uh, anything else before we jump into the two movies being released this week? No, cannot brain. Okay. So, as I mentioned, we have two movies, one of which we will cover, but the first one is called... Morgan, according to IMDb, it's a corporate risk management consultant has to decide whether or not to terminate an artificially created humanoid being. Uh, and to me, like when I saw the trailer, I just felt like this looks like um, a more expensive sci-fi version of Ex Machina and more action based than like uh, kind I, of see, philosophy based. I thought it was kind of a cross uh, between that and Resident Evil. Oh well, there's high praise. That's no, but I just, but fantastic. I just mean because she like it's less that she's uh, artificial intelligence and more that she's grown like Alice. Right, right. So yeah. that's why I like, and a lot of the uh, well, and then she has a telekinesis shot in there too. I don't know what's going on with this movie. I feel like I feel like it's a story I've already seen, but they're twisting it just enough that I think that I might not have. Yeah, and it's also, I guess, kind of the the kind of big thing about this movie. It's directed by Luke Scott, who's Ridley Scott's son. Um, so Ridley Scott also produced this. Which so seems... you would think that he'd come up with a better idea than something more original. Well, Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott's very hit and miss. He's got some great movies and he's got some shitty movies. So... But they've all been original ideas. I suppose. Yeah, you can make that argument. I feel like like he's set a lot of tone for future oh, yeah. movies. Oh, so that's absolutely true. Yeah. This movie, like, it just, like, I just had this reaction of kind of like, meh. Yeah, like, nothing really struck me in it. Like, you know, I, I like some of the actors in it. I like I like Kate, Kate Mara a lot, especially from when she was on uh, House of Cards. Yeah. Um, I really liked her. Anya Taylor-Joy plays Morgan, I assume. Uh, and she was in The Witch earlier this year, and she was good. Rose Leslie from Haven't Game of Thrones seen. is in it. Uh, you know, and Toby Jones um, is also in it. Like, it's a good cast. Brian Cox, it's really good, but like the trailer just left me kind of feeling like I don't know I if think, I should bother. I think all movies have been kind of sucking at trailers. Um, Either too much or not exciting enough. 
Well, uh, well, yeah, except that I was really excited for the trailer for Don't Breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but we've already gotten into that, yeah. supposedly. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, anything else about Morgan? Anything else? Anything in it that, like, excites you that you're looking forward to? No, I mean, it's something I would watch that if we've already watched everything else that we planned on going out to see, you know, it's not right. it's not top of my list, but I wouldn't say no to seeing it in the, seeing it in the theater. Right. Okay. Um, so next up is the movie we're going to be covering on here, which is The Light Between Oceans, uh, which are is... Are you feeling okay? That's the movie you guys are covering? Yeah. yeah. Why? What's it going with? I'm so confused now. <laughs> well, just hold on. I'll I have so many it. questions. I'll explain it to you. Uh, so this, of course, stars Michael Fassbender and Alicia Vikander and Rachel Weisz. So, fantastic cast, directed by Derek Cianfrance, who made Blue Valentine, which is the movie we're going to... Oh, well, I haven't seen that either, so... Yeah, it's it's the one that's basically about divorce and... Oh, yeah, that's the one you told me not to watch right now. Yep, got it. Good. Uh, So, same director, so that's the tie-in. And this movie, you know, it's it's definitely like an Oscar hopeful, but in watching the trailer, like, maybe this is just me, but I felt like it... Like, if you gave me this plot... You told me the bare bones plot. I feel like this sounds like a lifetime movie. No, yeah, it does. I mean, you have this couple who have a kid and the kid dies and they're really sad about it. And then magically a baby washes up on shore and then the mom comes back to claim the kid. Like, it's so dramatic. (laughs) And if these two actors weren't in it, I'd be like, eh. Or these three actors. Yeah, I was going to say those those three. Like, that's the only thing that has me really interested in it. Because, I I mean, I have. I've watched this on on Lifetime. It sounds like some horrible novel that i would never pick up it's based on a novel oh so good that should <laughs> so. so i'm sure ml stedman is really happy that you're like some awful novel that i'd never pick up it's not my genre <laughs> right it's not what i read yeah i think my big worry for this movie is because it's an oscar hopeful and has these these really great film presences in it i worry that there's going to be a couple quote-unquote oscar moments where like someone just like looks at the camera and gives some impassioned speech that doesn't fit in with the rest of the movie like this feels like that kind of movie because it oh, is so you dramatic. know that's gonna happen i know and luckily i mean especially michael fassbender and rachel vice like i could just i could Listen watch them, them yeah talk into a camera for hours i'd mm-hmm. be fine with that um but we'll see i mean i think this movie uh, has a chance to be amazing and also has a chance to be really cheesy there yeah i don't know i think i would want to have a few drinks before we went and saw that why for reasons why because otherwise i'll just start heckling the screen <laughs> god yeah you'll start making some lewd comments about michael fassbender's dick i don't which you usually I don't, do when we're watching no, any I, one of his movies i do not you so do it, usually it's get that thing away from me it's too big that's your <laughs> <laughs> i have recovered a little bit since watching shame a little a little. Unless you watch that again. Unless you listen to that one podcast with uh, with Hyro. Yeah, and Barry. See, even when I'm not around, you can't even blame me. Just to be fair, that started mouth. off with nipples of glory. It did. It did. It absolutely did. Um, so, if you had to guess, do you feel like this is going to be a great movie, a good movie, or a bad movie? For me personally, or for our general audience? Well, answer both. What about for you personally? It's going to be awful, and I'm going to want to slip my wrist open. Awful. So, why do you think it'll be awful? Because the lifetime stuff, like, okay. it's just not... Just too overdramatic. Yeah, it's... I don't know. So what do you, what do you if think? If I'm going to have that much drama, they better be in corsets. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so what about, you said, like, for me or generally? What, what I, about think, generally? I think it'll be good for most people because they have, like, tender feelings. 
Didn't you? Okay, like five minutes ago, you were like, David's dead. He has no feelings. And now you're like, well, other people have feelings. I don't. Well, so this what, is only a white cartoon. So. Is, that, is that like the thing? Like I'm, the little box, like I stop think, motion breaks my heart, but everything else I don't care. Well, no, I think I think with Kubo, it's because you don't particularly, you're not drawn to that type of storyline. So you don't connect with it at all. And you like fluffy shit better. Like what? Like this chick flick you're going to watch. What, like this one? The Light Between Oceans? Yeah. You tend to like that better than like stuff that's super dark and stays in the dark. Like, because that was true. That was your main complaint was like, well, it sort of had a happy ending, but not really. That wasn't a complaint. That uh, I was just commenting uh, like that it was sort of a, like, give me Coraline over Kubo any day. And Coraline is much darker than Kubo. I don't think it is. Oh my God. It so is. No. Yeah. Literally, she's trying to like pull her eyes out. Like it's it's fucked up, and it, Kubo she, did have an eye ripped out. Never saw it, did you? All happened before the movie came. Before the credits came up, you didn't see any of it. It doesn't matter though. He literally had an eye already ripped That's out. That's fine. I I still say Coraline is way darker, and it stays darker. Whereas this has no, because she has her happy, lightness. fluffy little family at the end. Kubo doesn't. Yeah, it has a happy have ending, a but it was based ending. on a book. What are you gonna do? Like Kubo, Kubo is made, based off of mythology is and it? folklore. Is it or is it just made up? And made to look I'm saying, Japanese. I, well, I don't know of that specific story, but I'm just saying, like, it's based yeah. off of the style of folklore. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I still think Coraline is much darker. It's a much darker film. Both actual It's only because you call my mom the other mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and she likes it. Yeah. That says a lot about you and your family. Yeah. I think. All right. Uh, any other last comments before we uh, finish this recording? Nope. Okay, um, so as I mentioned, next time we will be taking a look at Blue Valentine to pair with The Light Between Oceans. And until then, I will be here diagnosing your favorites and judging you for what you want.